So polarity is inevitable in this world. And learning how to work with polarity, with this dualistic dimension, we find ourselves being all of it. And it creates a more centering experience. And you'll hear a lot of spiritual teachers talk about moving through your body or moving through you instead of sticking in you and letting energy pass, moving energy through your body. And the reason that that needs to happen is because if we take it all on, it will become dis-ease in our body. It will manifest as physical disease, mental disease, emotional. We might be able to see it or feel it, pain in our body and it's not healthy. Welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. The time is now for us to break free of conditioned habits, discover our unique gifts, and make a lasting impact on the world by connecting with our souls. I'm sharing with you all the wisdom and tools I've been taught on meditation, mindfulness, yoga, business, and spirituality. I'll be having conversations with other creative entrepreneurs who have manifested outward success by doing inner work. Success comes from within. Let's go on this expansive journey together. Hello, welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I am coming to you today fresh out of the Limitless Collective full moon gathering. We just had our full blue moon in October 31st, and it was such a magical experience. I'm so thankful for this community. We just closed the doors. So if you didn't get into the membership this time around, or it wasn't the right time and didn't feel aligned, it's totally cool. You can always hop on the wait list and we open up the doors every six months. I do this to keep the space sacred and to keep a closed environment for people to get comfortable with opening up and comfortable with connecting with people who they might not know and being available to support the, the group and hold that space. And I feel like all the time I'm, I'm out here in the ethers on the podcast or on Instagram, and it's an open-ended forum where I'm sharing and I'm giving and you're receiving And in the membership, it's kind of the next step. It's the next space where I can more focused, in a more focused way, give you my time and my energy. And you can consume this content in a way that is more focused and intentional because I'm speaking to you directly right now because I know that you're here for an a purpose and a reason. I don't believe in coincidences. I think that everything is a teacher. Everything is an oracle, books, music, podcasts, interactions, experiences, anything that we come into contact with has a lesson for us and has a message, has a frequency. It holds a certain vibration that is reaching you. (laughs) It's so crazy. It's reaching you through the ethers, through space and time and it's on purpose. It's not a coincidence. Whether it feels good in your body or it feels bad, it feels like you want to accept it or reject it, whatever situation it is, there is a reason for it. And today's topic is really all about that. It's about that you can experience 
this and that. You can be this and that at the same time. And when we accept that truth of I am so limitless that I can be all of these things and yet not attached to any of them in the present moment, we experience life with a different lens. We can see things through our third eye. We can see things that are not in a way that makes so much logical sense. And we can extract the message behind the message behind the message. And what I mean by that is we're able to feel the energy behind whatever is in our physical perceived reality. It's a little deep, it's a little complex, but I'm going to break it down for you today and give you some real-time examples. But um, I want this space on the podcast to be so valuable for you, and I want you to feel like you get so much out of it. And if you're someone who's interested in taking it a level further, the membership would be the place to be. The doors are closed for the next six months, but you can get on the wait list. So you can head over to LimitlessSoulLife.com and you can get on the wait list. And then there's also the option to work with me one-on-one. I'm going to be opening up a few spots for the rest of the year to put in some applications to work with me one-on-one if you're a person who's interested in having that more focused experience. I am personally like that. I really like to have a one-on-one experience when I'm trying to work through something or manifest something or plan or take that next step because I'm a very back and forth kind of person. And I feel like I generate more energy when I have someone to bounce ideas off and brainstorm. So I will have those sessions available. You can either do one session where we do a deep dive and then I have a package of three sessions. If you're someone who's working through a lot of stuff or you're ready to create something that's new moving into 2021. So that will be available. Keep your eyes peeled and yeah, I look forward to working with you. And even if it's here, I love this space on the podcast. And I'm so thankful that you listen and you share and you're involved. It's so cool to see this community grow. And I'm excited to see what happens as we keep moving forward. So yeah, I'm coming to you today after that full moon gathering the 31st. And then tomorrow, uh, when this podcast, actually, when this podcast goes live, it will be election day and it will also be the end of Mercury retrograde. So Mercury will be going direct and there's a lot going on and there's a lot of energy happening that feels like this push and pull. And in our, in our gathering, the meditation that came through for me that I wanted to dive even deeper into on this podcast is this idea of this and that, and looking at this and that from a a place of, if I'm not this one, I'm that one. If I'm not over here, I'm over here, this polarity, right? We see it in politics. You're either conservative or you're liberal. You're either a Democrat or Republican. You're either, um, this or that, right? There's so much pull in the opposite direction. But when we can go into the, the center, you know, taking politics out of it and looking at it from more of a lens of our careers and our lives and the things that we experience day to day, because, you know, things come and go, elections come and go. And I think if we can take that out of such a hyper focus and allow whatever is to be, we can find ways to keep blazing the path that we want to see in our lives. 
We can keep creating momentum that stem from our core values and our core beliefs. We can keep doing that whether or not the outcome of whatever is happening in our physical reality is what we want to be happening or what we believe to be the right thing to be happening, you know, taking it that far. Because there's always going to be someone who believes the opposite of you and there's always going to be someone who thinks the opposite of you. So polarity is inevitable in this world. And learning how to work with polarity, with this dualistic dimension, we find ourselves being all of it. And it creates a more centering experience. And you'll hear a lot of spiritual teachers talk about moving through your body or moving through you instead of sticking in you and letting energy pass, moving energy through your body. And the reason that that needs to happen is because if we take it all on, it will become dis-ease in our body. It will manifest as physical disease, mental disease, emotional. Um, we might be able to see it or feel it, pain in our body. And it's not healthy for us to do that. So what I'm learning right now, I'm in um, my 300-hour yoga teacher training with the City School of Yoga, and I'm doing Maha Hatha teacher training, which is really rooted in tantric yoga philosophy. And the first class that we had, because this is all virtual, it's really interesting to do a teacher training virtually, but I'm actually really enjoying it because it's giving me a ton of time to do self-study and self-observation. So learning these things more in a slower pace instead of like a two-week full immersion, I'm able to learn and take away the lessons and then integrate on a much more um, slower pace. So taking my teacher training over a year and a half instead of like a two-week immersion um, and then self-study has been really beneficial. And the, the first things that we're going through right now is called nonviolent communication. It's an amazing process that I am realizing <laughs> how demanding and how judgmental I still am. You know, you think that you've gotten past something and you're like, oh shit, I am an asshole. Not really. I'm not an asshole. I'm, I'm a very kind, loving person, but there are tendencies that are programmed within me, deep within me. And all of us, I speak, I speak uh, about myself because that's my own experience, but this happens with all of us is that we have these experiences that have happened in our lives that have impacted us in a way that we store this information and we use it as our reactive nature or, or things that trigger us and we slip right back into that defense mechanism. And for me, I realized how much um, I was demanding things because it's quicker, it's easier, right? And being a mom and being an educator and a business owner and a leader and a mentor and all these things, sometimes we can get into this mode of just telling instead of asking permission or diving deeper into what the needs of someone are, what the needs are of yourself. And so, you know, living this experience of, of, of really working with nonviolent communication and taking the seat of the teacher and also the student at the same time, you know, that polarity, that duality of being a teacher, I'm still actively being a teacher, but I'm also actively being a student. And that calls for a great deal of, of self-observation and awareness of the self. And am I 
in a state of being present? And am I using communication that is beneficial for your needs and mine so that things are getting um, done progressively and there's not a power struggle? There's not this hierarchical power intensity that's happening as I am playing a role of a teacher. And that I'm not in a situation where I'm being a student that there's someone controlling over top of me, right? This is the new paradigm of business that I've been talking about, the new paradigm of leadership that we're moving into. And I talked about this with Michelle Pelazon from Holisticism on our last episode last Thursday about this circular, um, inclusive leadership and business style where we are sharing with one another learning from one another and we're playing different roles in different parts of our life instead of always trying to climb the ladder and be at the top and be in the the place of power where you you've you've reached success we're now switching into more of a mode where we're really learning we need to be this and that to create an economy and a life and a, and social structures and economic structures that are inclusive and that feel, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that, not feel, that are meeting the needs of everyone who's involved. And it's it, it sounds kind of like, how do we do that? And how, how can we make this happen? And as I've been really diving deep this year, because it's really forced me inward and really made me look at my values and my belief systems and challenging them, I've noticed that the most important thing to move into this way that we really want to see happen, and I know that we all do, it's just we cling to things when there's unknown and there's no plan. We cling to what we have done always, whether we believe that it's right or wrong. Maybe it's against our own belief system, but we continue doing it because we don't have a different plan. And what I want to begin sharing and and teaching a lot within Limitless is how we can self-observe, self-reflect on how we feel, becoming more aware of how we feel, asking ourselves, what do I need? And giving ourselves permission and requesting from ourselves like this self-accountability, this inner governance, governance, governance? I don't know how to say that. Inner governing. (laughs) We'll go with that. This inner governing of our own ecosystem within. And it takes a lot of pause because we want to rush to get to the next thing always. But when we're rushing to get to that next thing, we tend to take on a role and we stick with it because it's easier to cultivate something just surrounding that one thing. For example, I see a lot of people on like Instagram or marketing things, this, that, the other thing, whatever, taking on a role and it's like, this is my role. And I even, you know, saw it with my mother growing up and you probably can relate to this too. If you're my generation, if you're millennial is, um, my mother took on a role of the mother 
And she embodied that mother role and that was her role and that's who she was. So at the point when we all flew the coop, she's like, I don't know who I am. I've got to figure this out. And I think she probably still is. Now she's taking on this role of the grandmother, right? But she's, she's learning how to be herself and be with herself. Hi, mom, if you're listening. But it's so interesting to observe because as a witness, as a person who grew up with her, I noticed how much she clung to this role of the mother and took such pride in it and took such care in it. And she did a really great job. However, when it came to this flexibility of, of, of needing to play a different role, you lose the concept of how. And so you lose your sense of self because we're such multidimensional beings. We have so many facets to us that if we don't constantly stick ourselves in different roles and take these seats and simultaneously play them, we forget who we really are because we attach so much to an identity. Okay. Do you follow me there? We attach, attach so much to an identity that we forget who we really are, that we're not any of those things. And yet we're all of those things. And taking, taking the seat of the teacher and the student as, is the one place I wanted to really touch on today because it's really deepening my sense of where do I belong within the world and how can I remain completely humble and grounded and aware of my ego. Ego is not a bad thing, by the way. We need our egos. We just need our egos to be behaving in the way that we, our souls would like and not our ego running our soul or shoving it away or hiding it or putting it in the corner so that we can't find it. And so taking the seat of the teacher and the student shows up in so many different ways. And as I was diving deep and meditating on this concept of polarity of this and that, because oftentimes we're like, well, I don't know enough yet. You feel imposter syndrome. I'm not ready yet because I haven't experienced enough or my story's not deep enough or I haven't had enough trauma. So I don't have as good of a comeback story to be relatable to enough people. I haven't had enough suffering that I've overcome. Or maybe you feel like you know so much, you know, it's on the other end of the spectrum, you know so much that you are going to dominate this arena and you are fully going to step into the teacher role. You're going to be an educator. You know everything you want to share and you start to put people down below you and you want to have followers and you want to have people who are in your I don't know how to say this, I guess part of your brand or part of your following. You want to like hoard people and that's not healthy either. <laughs> so creating this, this, um, more inclusive arenas, like what I've been really focusing on with the limitless collective is creating this more circular arena where I am taking the seat of the teacher and the student simultaneously. Meaning when I'm in there and I'm hosting a full moon gathering and I'm holding space for people to receive and open up and release, or I'm hosting a new moon uh, intention setting uh, mastermind, I am holding the space for everyone to feel comfortable to speak up and actually ask questions and share their experiences that they're going through in their lives and their businesses and where we can be of support to each other. I'm actively saying, raising my hand and saying, hi. I'm here. I'm prepared to hold this space for this experience. However, I'm also in the same experience as you. So I will humbly listen 
learn from you all and also share my insight from my own lived experience. So I'm playing both roles at the same time, but I'm taking on this specific role much more intentionally in certain situations. And we can do this all the time. Like even if you are um, servicing someone, so you, you, you're offering your services, they're paying for your services, say maybe in like in a one-on-one mentorship, I'll just take it there. And someone is coming to me and saying, hi, Kelly, I'd like to hire you and pay you to be my mentor for this amount of time. Here's the things I want to work on. This is what I want to do, or here's what I don't know what I want to do. I would like to pay you to support me in this journey. Okay. I don't take on this role saying, I know everything and you are my student and you are now going to do what I say and listen to what I say. I'm taking on the role of holding this space to push you farther, not even push you farther, to help you go deeper than you might if you were on your own and help you to uncover what you already have inside of you and and support you in brainstorming and creating plans. And so in that way, I'm taking on the role of the teacher, but I'm also taking on the role of the student because I'm listening. I'm pausing, I'm breathing, I'm listening, I'm holding space, and I'm intently focusing on every word, nuance, energy, body position, eye flutter, breath pattern that you're having so that I can observe and learn how to best communicate with you and how to best hold space for you because each person is so unique and different. So you can see how this plays together, right? You are actually teaching me as I am teaching you. And that kind of nature of engagement is what I would love to see more of. It's what I'm building my entire business off of, these concepts of leadership and mindfulness and meditation in all moments from the yogic philosophy. And so we see this in lots of different ways. I'm I'm sure you can kind of start to see how this is going. We can listen and we can speak. We can celebrate and also be humble. We can give and we can also receive. We can have boundaries and we can create transparency around them. So you can see how that this and that taking the seat of the teacher, taking the seat of the student, having this polarity on this side and this side, being a mom and running a business. A lot of people might, the probably the most common thing I have people come to me and say is, how do you do it all? And I will tell you my secret, because it's not such a, such a secret. I do not attach myself to any specific identity in the physical world. I am a mom. I am a yogi. I am a teacher. I am a hairdresser. I am a creative. I am an artist. I am a singer. I am a musician. I am a skateboarder. I'm a wakeboarder. I'm a snowboarder. I'm a podcast host. I'm a space holder. I'm a mentor. I am so many things. Like I can't even pick one of them to step in front of a room and say, hi, I'm Kelly and I'm a hairdresser. I can't even do that anymore because I'm not attached to any of those identities. I'm attached to my soul and that whatever my soul wants to express in that moment, I'm going to fully play into that. 
It's all playing a role. It's all acting. It's all just shape-shifting into one form and the other. And when we can start to do that, we can do it all. Because whatever's in front of us right now, like I was saying, the teacher and student, I'm going to choose, okay, I've got my teacher hat on right now because I need to share this information. Okay, now my my student hat is on, I'm listening. And it's that quick that you can flip back and forth between the two at the same time. So it's almost like with a blink of an eye, you're both. And learning how to do that is simply by being as present as possible. And that's why I teach meditation. That's why I teach moving energy. That's why I teach how to connect with your intuition and your inner guidance, because that's the secret is getting to be so connected with yourself that you know when your ego is wanting to limit you or block you or resist. And you're able to become aware of that so quickly that it's not even a blink. It's not even a moment. And you're already back into your present space. And so you're able to flip-flop between these places of giving and receiving and listening and speaking and being a teacher and being a student. And I really feel like if we can practice this more, I know it might sound like, oh my God, what even is she talking about? But the more that we practice meditation, the more that we journal and we reflect on our thoughts on written word, the more that we can trust that looking at the things that we don't like about ourselves is our biggest teacher because we are the only people who know what's going on inside of us. You could talk to a therapist, a mentor, a coach, a guru, all of these things, and none of them will know really what you're thinking or how you're feeling because they cannot be in your body. And so you know you best. You know you best. That's it. And by getting to know you internally on this very deep level, we're able to discover that we can be at all. And the limits start to come off. They melt away. It's vulnerable, sure. But we learn how to put that transparent boundary up, that transparent shield, and something that I teach in a lot of my classes and a lot of my meditations is how to bring this transparent light around yourself and hold it constantly in all moments so that you are only allowing the highest realms of love and light into your energetic space, into your auric field, and ultimately into your body. And it's not hard to do. It just takes intent. It takes a want And a lot of us sometimes want to have drama. We want to have a little bit of a little excitement. We want to have a little bit of, you know, a little conflict because it makes us feel alive or something. And getting past that or even becoming aware of that. I can't lie. I've, I've been that person who's like, I do not want drama. I do not this. And sure, there had been a little bit in my life. But now as soon as I notice it, I don't judge it. And I don't assume the intention of the other person. I just remove myself from it, lovingly detached, lovingly remove myself from those situations so that I'm not pulled away from remembering how limitless I truly am and how powerful. And compassion and power are probably the most 
amazing combination that you can be so empowered and powerful and have an impact and be as compassionate and loving as humanly possible at the same time. It's really beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful experience to be able to have that at the same time. So I invite you to try something the rest of this week is as you're moving through your week, you're working, you're being a parent or you're being a, an educator or a student, or you're you know, doing all these things that we do, playing, having fun, enjoying life as much as you can. Notice in each moment that you are playing a role. And can you notice what role you're playing? What role are you choosing to play in different moments? And can you flip that hat on and off quickly to shift into whatever is being asked of you or whatever you're being called into? Okay, there's a big difference in the way that I speak to you here and the way that I speak to my kids, the way that I speak to my husband, the way that I speak to my clients. There's, there's a difference, but it's all the same. It's all present and from a place of love, but there's a different tone and there's a different nuance so that that person feels seen and heard in my presence. And that's how you become that person. You're like, oh my God, I just want to be around them all the time. They make me feel so empowered or so held or so loved because they're starting to read your energy and they're starting to shape shift into your space instead of blocking it out or getting in too close, becoming too like of a life sucker vampire. So I challenge you that of that this week, notice and observe yourself, become aware of when you are taking the seat of the teacher or the student or the parent or the friend or the daughter or the son or the yogi or the person watching TV on the couch. Just notice when you are being that and how does it feel to be that? And are you choosing to be that? And do you like being that? And are you carrying that into other places of your life? Or are you able to put on a different hat when you change into a different environment? So that's your homework. Try it out. Let me know what you think. And if you like this episode, as always, please uh, give us some help by taking a screenshot, sharing it in your Instagram stories. Or I love when you go leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us be more seen by the public. And we love to share the love. So let me know what you think and stay tuned. On Thursday, we have a new episode with a guest and you will love it. So I will see you then. <laughs>